Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Crypto Hipsters Podcast, where I interview founders and co-founders, entrepreneurs and artists, executives and stay-at-home hipsters in crypto and blockchain around the world. And I have an amazing podcast for you today. Let's get to it. Today, um, I have an amazing guest. His name is Andre uh, Shimanai, and he is the founder and project lead of White Rabbit. Uh, Andre, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, very, very pleased to be here. It's awesome to have you today. Um, thank you. And right in the rest, we head into this this Easter, uh, you know, weekend, and uh, I'm still kicking out uh, podcasts. Um, consistency is key. So let's uh, let's ask the first question. Um, what is your background, and is it a logical background to what you have done up until now, and then what you're doing right now? Uh, yeah. So. Well, you know, way back when I was younger, uh, you know, in, in my 18, after 18 years, I started as a software developer, completely self-taught. I built a my first company back then, um, web development agency called AM2 Studio, and then scaled it up to 50 people. Uh, afterwards, merged the company with with one of my partners, uh, Mike from from MyZone uh, Media headquartered in, in Vancouver. And ever since, we've been sort of building together. Um, and nowadays we, you know, we founded and we manage and operate five different companies, primarily in IT, uh, marketing, uh, as well as event space. And then recently over the past year, we ventured quite deeply into web three space as well. Um, this is our sixth company. The company is called gate and gate it has a mission of building the building blocks of metaverse. Um, in all that journey of ours, we've always stayed pretty philanthropical. We always wanted to give back. And so over the past, you know, a dozen years, we, we found so many different opportunities to go and utilize some of our network in terms of network of entrepreneurs and partners, as well as the profit we're generating to find opportunities to, to give back. And the way we always wanted to give back was quite personable. Um, in, you know, quite, quite often people donate to charities, so have we. Um, but beyond that, we have actually took action personally as well, uh, which is quite more fulfilling in terms of, for example, we would have found um, in Croatia here specifically one year before Christmas, we found uh, about a few dozen families that are, that are having a really hard time. They're below poverty line. And we went out and we said, hey, what do you need? And so we basically gave them exactly what they needed in terms of whether it was home appliances or windows or... Um, you know, food and, and shelter and, and, and toys for kids and stuff like that. Um, on another occasion, just giving you a few examples, you know, another occasion when there was an earthquake in Croatia, we immediately went out and we said, like, you know, what do people need? And we bought a bunch of um, electricity generators. So that's really our approach, uh, trying to find opportunities to create sustainable, charitable ventures, as well as, um, you know, various different occasions, donations or, or personal uh, personally helping people in need. Uh, so I would say that is pretty logical and relevant in terms of how we got here um, and, you know, versus what we're doing right now with um, the Ukraine relief uh, NFT drop. I want to talk about that. Um, so what is Ukraine relief white rabbit? You know, um, 
and how did you had a release yesterday, I believe, too, right? How, how did everything go and what's the status of your project so far? Yeah, so White Rabbit is an NFT project that we released uh, back in December, White Rabbit Zero, the first collection, and then in January, White Rabbit One. Um, essentially, as I mentioned, Gate as our Web3 company, White Rabbit is the avatar project and a utility token in Gate. Essentially, as you know, as, as White Rabbit as, as a character appeared in Alice in Wonderland and Matrix, um, it was always a symbol symbol of curiosity. And so NFT space is very much like that. D diving deep into the rabbit hole. That's how people sort of discover NFTs and sort of figure out, oh, what is this and how does it work? And you know, and then they dive deep into the rabbit hole uh, of NFTs. So it's symbolically speaking, um, a guide through the curiosity as we develop. Uh, multiple projects of ours in NFT space in Web3. Um, ever since the beginning of the White Rabbit, we basically engraved ethos of um, giving back uh, as part of other ethos as well in terms of um, inclusiveness, creating utility and value for holders and so on and so forth. One part of it is giving back. Um, and so our collection that is called White Rabbit Universe will hold multiple collaborative 3D NFTs that are actually collectibles, but also 3D files that people can use and utilize in Metaverse, whether today or, you know, in several years as Metaverse as a concept develops. So this is this is one of them. Ukraine Relief White Rabbit is a 3D collectible that will be 100% charitable. All the everything we collect from that uh, from the drop will go 100% into providing relief packages to refugees in Ukraine. Um, and as far as holders are considered, what they're actually getting in return is a 3D file of a specific collectible item, uh, as well as source files, OBJ files that they can use to uh, deploy that 3D avatar and 3D character into metaverses to come. Got it. Um, so I want to ask you, so when I think of Gate, right, I think of Gate as the app on my phone to buy crypto. Um, are we start. Are, we, are okay. we talking the same thing? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. There, there's there's an exchange called Gate. Um, coincidentally, we we haven't. Yeah, we we have we haven't deliberately made that connection. Um, Gate is a as I said a Web three company we're building, uh, and the brand um, that will you know over years to come build multiple projects. Um, whether it is in, in gaming aspect of NFTs, whether it is in uh, investment aspect of NFTs, uh, family-oriented projects, charitable projects, um, with the purpose to, as I said before, to build the building blocks of Metaverse. Our core notion of building the gate is that uh, Metaverse doesn't yet exist. It is a concept that sort of people started throwing around over the past half a year but we can't even really agree on what it is like what the term means like is it a you know 3d virtual space like ready player one type of thing or world that be one world to be multiple we don't really know like you know a lot of them are being built right now and over years to come something will emerge as as a metaverse and 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 it will be something that we all flock in due to network effect um, so we're acknowledging that we're acknowledging that there is no metaverse, but we're also acknowledging that whatever it will be, it will be actually consistent of experiences, items, and spaces primarily, right? And so we want to build these building blocks, experiences, items, and spaces. 
and be ready for you know whatever metaverse emerges we can actually port over our assets into into that metaverse or into multiple metaverses and have them live there and so white rabbit is a character as an example um is you know one of these items that can live in multiple metaverses jump from one story to another it's constituted as a multi-dimensional creature as a background of its story uh, it can be in games it can be in you know various different types of um, narratives that are that are maybe not games animated series comics um it can be your logo or avatar for your project uh it can be in fashion as we recently had a collaboration with nicholas kirkwood and a uh we, we had our space in in the first metaverse fashion week um side by side to dolce cabana and, and tommy hilfiger and, and different types of brands uh that presented there so it's a very multi-dimensional creature but essentially yeah we're building all the assets to be deployable into multiple metaverses that's the core of gate interesting so a couple things there number one if you if you have gate app on your phone you're not going to find white rabbit on that gate app <laughs> so just people <laughs> people are going to get confused not, yeah not the exchange gate app no right. you won't find the white rabbit there right uh, but i can imagine there will be multiple apps where you can you can actually connect your wallet and if you have your your white rabbit you'll be able to find it in those apps uh, as an example we're now creating a, a game called pocket rockets that uh, holders of white rabbit if they connect their wallet uh, they'll have some certain in-game perks and assets um that are that are going to be present there so that, just an example over years i'm imagining a lot of different applications that you'll be able to utilize uh within gate ecosystem uh where you'll be able to find your white rabbit in there great awesome so before i ask you how the proceeds from the donations will be dispersed i have to ask you this you have been um one of the few who have said you know the metaverse is being used as a buzzword um but it's not built yet so um you're building and from what i've gathered there are three different ways to build the metaverse you know um and some people are building something all over the world that you know uh deals with um identity and um security as key as key long-term tales build of you know of the metaverse right so how are you envisioning those two things as being important factors in the build out of the white rabbit identity is certainly one of two major things that i see as as sort of um psychological components of what emerges with digital ownership um digital identity has been missing in in web2 space you know we've created these social media tools and apps uh and the reality is you go to twitter and you see somebody posting on twitter and there's a little blurb a little sentence and you have no idea what the context is behind that person and you sort of have to if you were to be interested in finding out about who that person is who's saying something to you you would need to do a lot of research and so digital identity um you know personable identity actually or 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 person or or just general uh, unspoken identity as a concept have been has been existing in human psychology for years it's the way we dress it's the you know car we drive it's uh, whether i own a watch or not like all of these things are basically speaking about us what are we interested in um and then so that's been missing in web 2 space so um nfts as a concept digital ownership as a concept are are bridging that creating that sort of digital unspoken identity so that i can know about the person and what their interests are without having to dig in deeper ask them about it so i see that as a major major component and and yes um the the second concept is tribalism essentially 
where where people flock into groups and of, of sort of common interest. And so being associated with those groups tells also a story about you. You know, are you in a, in a basketball fandom group, for example, that tells a story about you being a very passionate, per, passionate person about basketball. Um, and so White Rabbit as a concept and as an NFT project um, is, you know, ju just by participating in it, it tells a little bit of a story about you in terms of being interested in this curiosity of NFTs, curiosity of Web3, building together with the community, uh, but also owning that in your wallet tells a little bit of a story about your digital unspoken identity as well. So I think those things are very important. Security you mentioned. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, at, at this stage, we are all very much exploring Web3 space, which is why I'm coming back to saying like there is no metaverse and, and people that come to Web3 space are practically new. There's a massive shift happening in terms of being responsible for your digital goods and assets versus having a intermediary that is responsible. You don't have a bank anymore. You own your tokens. If you send them to a wrong wallet, there's no refunds. If you connect your wallet to a wrong thing or a wrong smart contract, you get your wallet depleted. And so those are very different concepts than what everybody is used to. And so creating user experiences and a lot of security around that will then open up a lot of gates for, for newcomers to come because that's a big problem right now in the space. A lot of scams, a lot of security issues. It's a wild west. So yes, I agree. I mean, these two concepts are very important. The way Gate addresses it, uh, beyond among other things, uh, one of the things we're building is so-called NFT Academy. And um, we will, the educational aspect of um, of bringing new people in the space is very important to us. And that's what we cherish. And that's where we'll provide a lot of uh, tools as well as a lot of information. As we have seen when, when we have minted the White Rabbit, I think probably more than 50% of people are coming in and saying, hey, I'm new. This is going to be my first NFT. What am I doing here? <laughs> you know? So so that educational aspect is, is extremely important to us. Awesome. So now we can get into um, the donations, the proceeds from the donations uh for ukraine how is that how will that work how would the proceeds be dispersed um how are you going to do that yeah um very very important question so as we as we as i said you know throughout our history of all of the donations all the charitable work we've done so far um we've done both we've done either donations to existing charities where we've done a lot of research and vetting in terms of like making sure that the donation is going to go into the right hands uh, and we've done personal um, endeavors or, or you know, pers personal action where we made sure that we uh, actually delivered those goods into the right hands. And so this is the action we, we have within, you know, we, within the project of White Rabbit over the past several months donated to several charities. Uh, but now we're taking a little bit of a different approach. And so all the proceeds are going to be fully transparently actually given into the hands of refugees the way we're going to do that we're local here in croatia and we have uh, contacts and networks we know exactly people who are working on the border of ukraine working in various different centers uh, that are helping refugees and we have information where exactly is what needed and so on the other side of the thing we have a network of entrepreneurs here that are able to help by giving things or, or selling things at cost meaning that we will not go and buy stuff. We will actually get them at cost or at a very substantial discount. And so connecting those two things with network of volunteers locally here in Croatia, we will make sure that 
the proceeds are very transparently fully documented with videos with you know uh, com completely transparent uh, spreadsheets and everything will be publicly available uh, to anybody who wants to just track what's happening um, we will make sure that the proceeds are in a very efficient and very optimal way given to people in need so that there's no um, any per se profit um, you know taken out of it in, in, in any step of the way um, in very specific terms the, what, what that would look like is first of all as long as the, the proceeds are on the blockchain that's completely trackable and then after they get out of blockchain they get used to buy goods and physical goods that we will distribute to refugees we will have a open Google Drive folder. It'll be publicly available. All of that information will be posted both in our Discord and our social media, where every single receipt will be photographed, and then there will be video evidence of how we basically, you know, bought those goods, delivered those goods, and um, and, and where and and to whom. Um, and then it will be all tracked in in spreadsheets so that there's clear uh, clear track record of every single detail that's been happening. That's great. Um yeah so you said you have a long history of you know partnerships and donations and philanthropy and i want to find out what the you know you and two of them are the autism science foundation and save the children um and it looks like there's a lot of children saving going on on the border um in ukraine uh so how have those experiences contributed to your roadmap and to your experience and um you know how can people trust you yeah so Ever since, as I said, you know, ever since the beginning of our, our us venturing in into the NFT space and Web three space, uh, we, we made the, made sure that this is engraved in our in every one of our roadmaps. Um, you know, certain part of our every month went into charitable donations. The way it was done and how it's actually pretty pretty relevant is it was always done in tandem with the community. So essentially, our holders and the community of people who uh, invested into into our projects. Um, had a complete 100% saying into how are we going to donate, who are we going to donate to. And so uh, the way we've chosen these, these foundations and, and charitable um, uh, charities and, and charitable organizations is we made a certain set of rules in terms of how they need to be uh, concepted out. It was always supposed to be something that is global because we have a global network of holders. Um, it was supposed to be always something that is vettable in terms of we used um, online tools that are vetting charities, and we made sure that they're rated A+. Um, and then also, uh, we've given our community the chance to decide uh, and to propose those charities, and then also to decide through voting, who are we going to donate and how much, whether we donate 100% of our charitable budget to one organization or multiple. Uh, beyond Autism Science Foundation and Save the Children, we actually donated uh, once again to uh, the Water Project. Um, and that was actually quite a good experience because with that one donation, we have received a feedback from a person from, from the foundation saying, hey, um, thank you for contributing. This is exactly what's going to be happening with your funds. We're going to build a well for this one community of 300 people that have no access to clean water. Uh, and we'll give you all the updates along the way. And here's a link where you can track what's happening. So that was really a lot more powerful to our community than just sort of saying, hey, we donated to, you know, something and it's going to do some good we don't know how um, which basically prompted us to go into this direction where we can actually have this trackable uh, you know follow-up in terms of how the funds are used uh, which is not quite common with charities that you donate to usually great um so 
we talked about the role of blockchain. Um, and I wanted to I wanted to get your um, you know, you made a couple quotes recently, and I want to read them. I'm gonna say get your take. Um, so you said as the world comes together in solidarity for Ukraine uh, during this heart wrenching difficult time, the NFT community is uniquely positioned to have an immense positive impact. What is that impact? How so exactly? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, before I answer that, I'll dive in just into <laughs> or digress into one um, personal story. I mean, generally being from Croatia, um, for me, I was a kid when there was a war and um, I lived through it from the age of four to the age of eight. And I can say I was personally deeply impacted by war. Um, I live in Zagreb. Zagreb was barely affected, but um, you know, friends and family of of our of my family and 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 also their friends uh, were in war, um, and so even thirty years later, war is something that is still you know a public domain topic, and a lot of people lost their lives, a lot of people got hurt, a lot of people got displaced from their homes uh, throughout the entire country, and so for me personally, when you know the way that it relates to war in Ukraine. What I understand and what a lot of people here locally understand, which might not be as obvious to the whole world, is that war impacts people over long term. It impacts the entire generation of people. These kids that are right now displaced from their homes in Ukraine, they will be so massively impacted throughout their entire lives. And uh, it's not something that just happens and goes away. Even if the war stops tomorrow, it will be there for, you know, for 30, 40, 50 years. And so... Now, that coming back to sort of um, your question about how, or, or my quote, or our quote about the NFT community being uniquely positioned to have an immense positive impact, uh, I can answer that in multiple ways. Number one, um, community coming together globally from all over the world. And we actually have a map of where, you, you know, white rabbit holders are. It's, it's, it's all over the world. It's really every single continent. Um, I would say probably about 50, 60 different countries. Um, all of these people are differently impacted by the news of the war. And so one of the other information that, that we know is that there's 40 different active conflicts around the world at any given time. And so we're now personally impacted by the war of Ukraine because we're in Europe, but actually so many people are in the world that are in our community are differently impacted, knowing that in their areas, war means something different. Might have been happening recently, might have been still happening in different types of ways. And so that is the community is the concept of or nfts are you know generally um, concepted around building communities and so these communities coming together sharing stories um being differently impacted by war learning one from another and then also embracing the fact that we have the opportunity to make an impact as truth be told anybody who can participate in investing into web3 space can also set aside a little bit of their funds to help and so those two concepts together web3 generally being a space of investors and also web3 being a space for the community to be able to share stories and experiences and come together and do something impactful together is how i see sort of this you know immense positive impact that we can all generate now that can also trickle down where we do something and then other NFT communities see that and prompts them to do something else. 
why because we all kind of share you know continually share knowledge continually share experiences uh, our community members are probably in dozens of other communities we've done a massive community outreach where we went out into 150 other nft communities and said hey we're doing this thing do you want to you know help us help us promote it a little bit because we're doing zero dollar marketing campaign we don't want to spend anything on marketing 100 of proceeds go to refugees so positive impact might be direct or might be indirect by you know, saying what we do and then prompting potentially somebody else to do it as well. Including talking about it on this podcast. So thank you a lot again for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, people don't realize that. I mean, I'm in the US, right? And they think that we're not currently actively in combat with Afghanistan and Iraq, that we're not at war, but we are very much still a nation at war, um, even though it's quiet right now, um, the mm -hmm. war on terror. You know, and um, it has impacted generations, has impacted my generation. And, and uh, you know, and I don't want to get into that. This is your podcast. <laughs> so, um, but, but, I, but I do want to talk about your next quote. Um, and you say, we have the opportunity um, to leverage our worldwide community of holders with its deep sense of camaraderie to come together and show kindness in the face of violence, you know. How how can we define that community? What traits and experiences and like views, you know, um, towards, you know, nationalism, patriotism and ethnicity? Because I know that's a big conflict area. Um, can 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 you guys help improve or you know, make a make a make a dent into? Yeah, uh, so, you know, one of one of the one of the core ethos of gate and everything we built including the white rabbit including our community is inclusiveness and when you ask about traits i would say that's the most important one we we are truly in a, a diverse community that has so many different people from all over the world with different types of views different types of ideas uh, different types of experiences i wouldn't go as far as at all emphasize any any anything else in terms of like nationalism patriotism um the whole point of building something that is global in web3 space is to cross boundaries and to cross you know respect each other's opinions and views but actually not make it something that that is that is super relevant um and and come together for a different cause and you know we're, we're here to tell stories we're, we're we're here to build assets we're here to collaborate together as a community in in in, in having a common goal and uh, the whole concept of nft space is uh, you know the, the distribution of digital ownership and wealth is different than in than in traditional sort of centralized way where everybody who is included has a little bit of an incentive to help and um, that's what makes every community great in in web3 space and that's what makes our community great we're all here um without any you know talks in the community about any sort of you know national nationalism or 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 even ethnicity it's more about uh inclusivity coming together no matter who we are from all over the world and helping those in need in this case uh those that are that are currently affected in, in ukraine awesome. that's great um so um yeah wonderful i want to i want to i want to thank you very much um for your time today this has been a, an amazing conversation i really enjoyed speaking with you um i have one last question and, and it's this um how can people find out more information about you about White Rabbit, about what you do, how can they get involved? How can they donate? How can they do any of that? 
Yeah, thank you. Uh, first of all, thank you very much again for having me. Um, amazing conversation, all, all amazing questions. Um, I would say the first stop is rabbitff.com, which is currently our main website. Um, separate on that website, you can easily click through into, into our social media. We're pretty active on Twitter. Um, we also have a Discord channel uh, for, for the White Rabbit project where you can find us most active. We're currently, you know, we're day to day, 24 seven active in the community. We have an amazing team um, that is continually communicating uh, what, what's happening. And you can, you can personally talk to us, come in, ask a question. I'll be able to answer anything you need to know. Um, all the information about White Rabbit project, all the information about Gate, all of our activities and endeavors, you know, Ukraine relief package, White Rabbit collection, as well as all of our other collections are, are available through those channels. Um, so, so that's, I assume, the easiest way. Great. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you very much for having me.